0: Joanna Rivers. Today's guest is the CEO of the 10K Project. An entrepreneur, serial investor, and 30-year HR professional, she now leads this organization of diverse investors who back black founders, often via investment crowdfunding. She'll share insights about her work and her superpower. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Welcome to the Superpowers for Good show, where we empower you I wanna thank you so much for joining me for this conversation. I'm just excited to talk to you.
1: Devin, I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me.
0: Uh, you know, you are doing, you know, something that I just so thoroughly admire with the 10K Project as CEO. And uh, I, I want everyone to know about it. I want everyone to be supporting and engaging with you on this. It's just truly an amazing thing. Uh, Tell us about the 10K project.
1: Thank you so much. We are a thriving community of entrepreneurs and investors. Um, You know, we're teaching the community how to build wealth and we do it in um, really creative ways. You know, we're looking at alternative investments. There are enough people out there teaching people how to do traditional investments, but There are a lot of ways to make money in this amazing country that we live in. And so we're teaching the community what some of those ways are um, in hopes that they'll find something that excites them and gives them a little passion. We're also uh, big equity crowdfunding supporters or investment crowdfunding is is what I've begun calling it. Um, We believe in what the uh, law is allowing everyday investors the opportunity to do and so we're teaching the community about that uh, in hopes that we are able to make a difference with founders who are looking to seek capital and particularly we focus on the black founder uh, because there are so many challenges with the black founder getting the funding that they need to get these projects you know off the ground into the next phase of success
0: yeah the you know i hear both uh, anecdotes and data that suggest that uh women and minorities and of course those who end up being both uh, are really often challenged and in ways that folks who look like me aren't uh i, I you know i just I, I it it's so frustrating to me uh that this is true uh and because I know I've done a lot of things as an entrepreneur in mm-hmm. my career, and they're hard, I just can't imagine uh, overcoming more than I've overcome to get to this point. Right? Uh, right. So you layer right. on some of these challenges. Um, so tell us about some of the things that you're doing to help that community. How do you organize uh, the club and and the investments? How's that all working?
1: Yeah. So I'll I'll start by saying, if you're frustrated by the reality, imagine how the Black founders feel, right? (laughs) So let's start there. And so they really need community to rally around them, to lift them up, to love on them a little bit, to let them know they're not forgotten, right? Um, and, And what it does from an investor standpoint is it also gives the investor the opportunity, a great opportunity to get in on the ground floor of a project that could end up being very, very successful. Right. And so we really bring those two together. I have likened myself the money matchmaker um, because we really are bringing the investor who needs the opportunity, right, who's looking to build their investment portfolio. They're intentionally doing so with Black founders. And then the founder that's looking for that backing and that support that doesn't just come with the financial um, obligation or infusing of that cash but it comes in the customers that will follow. It comes in the walking billboards that will follow as well. And so it truly is an ecosystem that we are creating uh, where we bring the entities together because they are truly parties that need each other. And so, you know, uh, people come to the 10K project looking for wealth building opportunities. Some of that comes in curated deal flow and some of it, most of it comes with education. And so we're really teaching the community uh, things like how to get involved with tax liens and how to buy mortgage notes and how to invest in hotels as minorities and all of these amazing ways that people get rich every single day and build wealth. And so we're teaching our community what those things are. We even do really fun things like teaching them how to flip pallets, You know, something that you don't hear a lot about, but it's amazingly lucrative. Um, And so we're teaching fun things like that as well, getting in the vending machine business, because not everyone wants, you know, like a a structured way to make money. Some people like to go out there and do really cool things like that. And so we're finding and sourcing people who do these things, who have really had success, right? Not Not just saying they had success, but really have experienced success doing these things. And people are so gracious with their time Um, and their skill that they're coming to the community and they're teaching us how to do those things so that we too can be successful.
0: That's, that's really inspiring. It's really inspiring. And um, you'll be speaking at uh, Super Crowd 23. I wonder if you would just give us a a glimpse to what you hope people will take away from your remarks at, at SuperCrowd 23.
1: Yes, first of all, I'm so excited to be speaking. You know, I, I want people to walk away from the event in its entirety, understanding investment crowdfunding and understanding that at all levels and at, from all demographics, founders need our support, right? Um, and again, it's something in it for us as investors, right? It's not a it's not a one-side deal. And so I love that about investment crowdfunding as well. It really gives everyone an opportunity to grow, develop, to build. Um, what I'd like people to walk away specifically uh, from my remarks really is that there are people out there, everyday investors, that simply want their fair shot in this game called building wealth, right? And so I want the, the lawmakers to reconsider certain laws that still limit us from being able to have that equal seat at the table. The seat at the table is nice, Devin, but it's still we're still kind of at the back of the table off to the side in the corner of the conference room by the door, right? We're still yeah. not in the middle of the table because there's some accreditation rules that really need to change for us to have that equal share. And so, you know, I'd really like for anyone listening to me at Super Crowd 23 to really think about um, their voice in using it so that laws can become even better. The Jobs Act is amazing. It does great things. It's a good start. But there are some things that have to change even within it.
0: Yeah. Tawana, as you look at, at least the... Well, As I look at all you've accomplished uh, with the 10K project, uh, I've got to tell you, I'm extremely impressed, and I'm so grateful that you're doing it. What do you see as your superpower?
1: I'm a 30-year HR professional, and so my superpower is truly that I genuinely care about people at their core. Right. Even with all of their faults. Right. I, I love people um, and I understand the needs of people. You know, many of them come to us in broken states or, you know, without motivation. Some of them are overly confident. Right. And you need to tame that a little bit because it's not realistic. Right but I generally understand and care about people. And that's what makes the work we're doing at the 10K Project so special because it truly is the community that makes us successful. It's not me, right? It's truly the community. Uh, and the fact that we've brought people together, right? With common interests, common goals, and they're working together to help the other one be successful. Uh, and, and really trying to circulate, you know, that black dollar within the community a little longer than it does today, so that we can, you know, close the wealth gap just a little bit, right, a little bit, you know, every little bit counts. Um, and and so, so that's really the biggest accomplishment, I think, is that we've been able to bring a group of people together that really want to work together, grow and learn. Um, and they're so excited about it as well. They're super, super excited. And so, you know, if, if, if my life's work in HR has transitioned me into, you know, still working with people, but doing it in a different space where now I can really enhance their future and the future of their families uh, and their generations to come. I always joke that I want generational wealth to be something more than just a really cool slogan on a t-shirt in my community. I want people to walk around having it, not just talking about wanting it.
0: Yeah, well, as you think about your superpower, uh, genuinely caring about people, I think a lot of us find it easy to like the principle of liking people. And we uh, find it relatively easy to uh, adopt that, that worldview, right? That, yes, I should love everyone. Uh, I should care about their welfare. And, and they do that at a, 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 say a population level, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, I care about everyone. I care about the black community. I care about Hispanic community, I care about everybody, and and I want to help everybody succeed. It's harder, if I'm being honest, for a lot of us to really care about the person sitting right in front of us, right? Because like you were saying, you, you see someone and you care about them in a genuine way, even though you can see their flaws. As an HR director, you're probably interacting with them precisely because of their flaws, right? And here here you're saying, I care about them. Give us some thoughts about how we can learn uh, to adopt that actual ability. You know, I think it, it may be natural, but I'm hoping we can learn to do better. What do you think? Absolutely, absolutely. Because because trust me, I I didn't get here overnight, right?
1: (laughs) This is an acquired, acquired superpower. Um, Okay. You know, I, I think it's really stepping outside of ourselves. You know, we we Americans, humans, tend to be a little self absorbed. And I think it's really looking at the fact that we should be of service to others. And when we think of ourselves in a servant leadership manner it makes us organically think of others. And if you lead with that, then you can't go wrong. I mean, I really think we have to just start considering others. We are a society of hurt people. And until we start to really be more engaged, honestly engaged, like really caring about each other, I don't know that we're going to make it as a society. I mean, we see shootings every day and... I mean, we're we're just a really, really hurt society, and I think that alone should be the motivation for us to give just a little bit more attention to people, right? Really stop and talk to people that you know. Stop and talk to people to get to know them a little better. Let conversations be a little, a little, a little deeper, less surface, right? Um, you know, when you ask people how they're doing in their day, really mean it. And when people ask you that, really tell them, right? I made a commitment in 2021 that I wasn't going to say fine anymore. You know, sometimes I says, how are you doing today? He "Oh, I'm fine. Even sometimes when you're not, I said, you know what? If people ask, I'm going to tell them how I'm really feeling. Now it's caught a few people off guard, <laughs> but it's yeah. allowed us to have a real good conversation about why I'm not fine. Uh, yeah. I, I just think we have to be intentional about it. It's not difficult. We just have to take a few minutes, step outside of ourselves and really care and want to care.
0: Yeah, yeah. As you think about your career, I I imagine that there have been a lot of opportunities for you to really make a difference in someone's life because you care. And I'm really thinking at that personal level. It's one thing to be the CEO of the 10K project, and that is amazing uh, because of all the people you're helping. But drilling down to helping an individual you care about, can you give us an example of someone you helped because you cared?
1: Yes. I actually have a really cool story. I had to fire someone one time, Devin, and it it, it was time. Like, it was like we all knew it was time, right? And I brought her into my office and I said, her name was Barbara, I said, Miss Barbara, I said, you know, we need to talk. She said, okay, she took a deep breath. And I said, you know, we've talked to you about this and we've had several conversations and it's just not working out. I don't think this is a good fit for you. Like we've kind of went through the motions there and she looked at me and she started crying. And she said, thank you so much. She said, I hate this job, but I never would have left on my own. (laughs) Uh, 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 So thank you so much. She said, I realized I need to be doing something else. I keep taking jobs like this, like in customers. I keep taking these customer service jobs, even though they're not good for me. And I don't like them at all. She's like, thank you so much. And we hugged at the end of that conversation, and you know, I t- and we sat there for probably another hour and a half talking about what kind of job she should apply for. We then talked about the strengths and the things that she did well, and and I ended up helping her rewrite her resume to highlight those strengths. I was a reference when she went to get another job that was not in customer service. <laughs> Today. She chats with me. You know, we will touch. We will reach out to each other on social media, and we keep in touch. And she's thriving. She's found something that she loves to do, and and so that is one of those things that it started with a very difficult conversation that many before me had um, really been afraid to have, right? Because those difficult conversations are not easy. Um, and when she actually got referred to me to have the difficult conversation. Um, It wasn't even a conversation I should have been having because she didn't report even up through me, but it was, but it was, you know, I was, I was the brave one, (laughs) but I think that (laughs) moment was pivotal in her life because she is living her best life now and she would never have been there. And those are the kind of people we have walking around our corporate environments, miserable, barely getting the job done, making everyone around them miserable because no one's taken the time to say. You have a great skill. It's just not this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I I love that story. It is just a great uh, example of, of caring. It would have been so easy after she broke down in that situation to just say, oh, thank you for understanding. We wish you well you know, don't let the door hit you on the butt (laughs) on the way out, right? Right. (laughs) And uh, instead, uh, you took some real time, gave her some real help. And now look where you are. She's thriving and your friends. Uh, Unbelievable, almost. That's a great story. (laughs) Um, Well, listen, before we wrap up, and I do thank you for taking the time to do this conversation. I know how busy you are, but before we go, maybe you could just take a minute and tell people how they can learn more about the 10K Project.
1: Yes. Our website is the10kproject.com. We are Black 10K Project across all of social platforms. Please check us out. Well, like I said, we're, we're a great community. We learn a lot within the community. And I just want to be clear. We, we only raise capital for Black founders, but everyone is welcome in our community. Really, the only stipulation is you have to love Black founders because that's who we support, right? (laughs) That's the only criteria. But we accept, welcome, and have all demographics of people, age ranges, races, everything in our community. Um, Our focus, however, for raising capital is just the Black founder because they are the ones that need it the most.
0: Ah, fantastic. Well, uh, Tawana, thank you so much for being with us today. We genuinely wish you every success in the great work that you're doing.
1: Thank you so much, Devin. Thank you. Continue doing the great work that you are as well. I am a fan. And so I am so excited. I can't wait for Super Crowd 23. Um, We're going to have a great time.
0: All righty. Thank you. And let's do some good. Thank you for tuning in to the Superpowers for Good show. Twice each week, we host changemakers who share their impact, insights, and superpowers don't miss another episode. Subscribe today at superpowersforgood.com. That's superpowers number four, good.com. Be super empowered. Get your copy of the book, Superpowers for Good, as an ebook, audiobook, paperback, or hardcover edition via your favorite online retailer. Interested in having me speak to your company, organization, or association? Visit devinthorpe.com. Then let's talk. Now, keep using your superpowers for good. Together, we can reverse climate change, improve global health, and eradicate poverty.